my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in the readings of today, St. Paul is putting to us and reminding us of our true source of life, our true source of being, and how we should conduct and live our lives as Christians. St. Paul reminds us that we as Christians are supposed to be led by the Spirit. We are supposed to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us in even the minutest details of our lives. Because our life is in Christ. Whoever is in Christ is a new creation. And indeed, it is no longer us who live, but Christ who lives in us. Dear friends, in the first reading of today from Galatians 5 verse 18 to 25, St. Paul writes, If you are led by the Spirit, no law can touch you. When self-indulgence is at work, the results are obvious. Fornication, gross indecency, and sexual irresponsibility, idolatry, and sorcery, feuds, and wrangling, jealousy, bad temper, and quarrels, disagreements, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and similar things. I warn you now, as I warned you before, those who behave like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. What the Spirit produces, what the Spirit brings is very different. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trustfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There can be no law against things like that. Of course, you cannot belong to Christ Jesus unless you crucify all self-indulgent passions and desires. Since the Spirit is our life, let us be directed by the Spirit. Some versions will say, will say since the Spirit is our life, let us be led by the Spirit. To be led by the Spirit. To be led by somebody means to follow that person. When something is leading you, it means you are following that thing, either literally or otherwise, depending on what it is. If it's a compass, yes, but if it's a human being, for example, it means you are following the person or that person when uh, we are told it's leading you. So to be led by the Spirit simply means also to follow the promptings and the directions of the Holy Spirit, to allow the Holy Spirit to be in charge. To allow the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide. And friends, what these readings are telling us is that when the Holy Spirit is indeed leading us, we will bear the fruit of the Spirit. We will produce love. We will produce joy. We will produce peace. We will produce patience, kindness, goodness, trustfulness, gentleness, and self-control. In other words, 
when we are being led by the Spirit, our lives and indeed our environment, both internally and externally, will be characterized by this fruit of the Spirit. We will experience inner peace and joy and give it out. We will experience love of the Father, which has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We will experience that love and also radiate it and give it to others. We will experience joy within our hearts and also give it to others. We will experience peace, true peace, the peace that the world cannot give, peace internally, indescribable peace. We will experience it and also give it to others. We will be patient with ourselves and be patient with others also. Friends, some of us are not patient with ourselves at all. Friends, let us learn to be patient with ourselves. When we are not patient with ourselves, we end up being um, uh, impatient with others also. Friends, yes, God is leading us and God is guiding us even in our imperfections. Let us learn to be patient with ourselves. We will be full of kindness if we are led by the Spirit and we will be kind to others. We will be full of goodness and we will express and show goodness to others. We will be gentle and we will be self-controlled in all our actions. Friends, and the direct opposite of being led by the self or the flesh or engaging in self-indulgence is clear. We are told that when we allow the flesh to lead us, we will we will engage in the following vices or we will see these vices in our lives. We will be fond of fornication. We will indulge in fornication. We will indulge in gross indecency and sexual irresponsibility, idolatry and sorcery, feuds and wrangling, jealousy, bad temper and quarrels, disagreements, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies and similar things. Friends, if our lives are characterized by these sins or these shortfalls, what it means is that the flesh is dominating. What it means is that the Holy Spirit is not in control of our lives. But dear friends, let us remember that it takes the, only the Holy Spirit for us to be able to live the Christian life. It takes only the Holy Spirit for us to be able to bear his fruits. Jesus makes it very clear. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Friends, apart from Jesus, we cannot make it. We must learn to submit to the Holy Spirit, be honest with ourselves, and allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. Friends, Jesus says, I will send you another comforter. I will send you the comforter, the helper, the Holy Spirit. He will help you. Why would Jesus want to send us the Holy Spirit? And last week he, tell, he told us, If you who are evil can give good things to your children, how much will the Heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit if you ask? Friends, God wants to give us the Holy Spirit. In fact, we have Him in us. We must be conscious of Him and allow Him to lead us and guide us. Why? Because God wants us to live lives of love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trustfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Jesus wants the world to experience him in us. And friends, it takes only the Holy Spirit to do that. And that is what Jesus, St. Paul, is telling us to allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit. We have to be attentive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. 
We have to learn to sit at the feet of Jesus. That is what it means in the responsorial psalm from Psalm 1. He said, Happy indeed is the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor lingers in the way of sinners, nor sits in the company of scorners, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who ponders his law day and night. It means one of the characteristics of being led by the Spirit is that we do not follow the counsel of the wicked. We do not linger in the way of sinners. We do not listen to the advice of sinners. But we delight ourselves in the law of the Lord. In other words, we delight ourselves in listening to the word. We delight ourselves in meditating on the word. And we are told, and we ponder on this word day and night. And I keep saying it. It is the mind of the church that we all learn to be led by the Spirit. And that is why the church gives us the opportunity daily and always, so to speak, to meditate on the Word of God so that we will not sit in the company of the scorners, but that we will meditate on this law. We will ponder on this Word. And by doing so, what it means, we are told in the responsorial psalm, that we will be like a tree, or we will be like trees planted beside the flowing waters. That yield is fruit in due season, and whose leaves shall never fade, and all that he or she does shall prosper. Friends, these are the characteristics of, who, of persons who are led by the Spirit. They are like trees that are planted beside the flowing waters. Their leaves are always green. And they always prosper. That is the mind of God for you and I. That is what God wants us to do. Friends, if we are found in any of these vices, friends, let us run to the Holy Spirit. Let us run to the Holy Spirit. He will help us to crucify the flesh. Friends, it is not easy, but the grace of God is sufficient for us. Jesus told us, apart from him, we can do nothing. In Acts 17, 28, we are told that it is in Jesus Christ we live and move and have our being as Christians. It is in him we live and move and have our being. In other words, outside the spirit, outside Jesus, we cannot truly live. We cannot truly move and we cannot truly have our being. Why? Because we will be dominated by self-indulgence and we will, be, we will be dominated by all the vices mentioned in this text today. We will not be happy. And that is what St. Paul meant when he said, I warn you now as I warned you before. Those who behave like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. You know, in the kingdom of God, there is peace. The kingdom of God, there is joy. Friends, and so St. Paul is saying that if we engage in these things, we cannot experience true peace. We cannot experience true joy. We cannot experience true righteousness. Romans um, 14 verse 17. Romans 14 verse 17. The kingdom of God is not about food and drink, but it's about peace, joy, and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Do you hear that? So St. Paul is saying that, if I warn you as I warned you before, those who behave like this will not experience, will not inherit the kingdom of God. We will not experience this peace, this joy, this righteousness in Jesus Christ in the kingdom when we allow our flesh to lead us. But on the contrary, when we allow the fruit of the, I mean, the spirit to lead us, we will bear the fruit of the spirit. We will experience the kingdom of God. We will experience peace, 
we will experience joy. We will experience true righteousness. In fact, we are righteous in Christ. When we live in the consciousness of the Holy Spirit, He reminds us of who we truly are in Christ Jesus. Dear friends, let us pray for this grace that indeed we will come to that consciousness that indeed the flesh profits nothing. What gives life is the Spirit, Jesus tells us in John chapter 6. The flesh profits nothing. What gives life is the Holy Spirit, is the Spirit. And our life is in Christ Jesus. We are in Christ Jesus. And so if we come, for example, to, if we, if we come to the gospel, for example, the Lord said to the Pharisees, Alas for you, Pharisees, you who pay your tithe of mint and rue and all sorts of garden herbs and overlook justice and the love of God. These you should have practiced without leaving the others undone. Alas for you, Pharisees, who like taking the seats of honor in the synagogues and being greeted obscurely in the marketplaces. Alas for you, because you are like the unmarked tombs that men walk on without knowing it. A lawyer then spoke up. Master, he said, when you speak like this, you insult us too. Alas for you, lawyers, also he replied, because you load on men burdens that are undurable, burdens that you yourself do not move a finger to lift. I would like to just touch on the first part of the gospel of today. The Lord said to the Pharisees, Alas for you, Pharisees, you who pay your tithe of mint and rue and all sorts of garden herbs and overlook justice and the love of God. These you should have practiced. Did you hear that? These you should have practiced without leaving the others and done. In other words, Jesus is saying that if we are led by the Spirit, we will not overlook justice and we will not overlook the love of God. In other words, when we are led by the Spirit, we will practice justice and love of God. Remember yesterday, St. Paul told us that in expressing our faith, we must ensure that we do it in love because our faith is useless without love. Friends, and that's what Jesus is telling us. We must practice, we must pay our tithe. From this reading, it's clear. We must pay our tithe. This is controversial though, but I know. But if you pay attention, what Jesus is saying is that paying tithe is good. 10% of the mint and the rue and all sorts of garden herbs and make sure also that you do that with justice and love of God. If you analyze the, te the text, it says, you who pay your tithe of mint and rue and all sorts of garden herbs and overlook justice and the love of God. Their problem was that they paid their tithes, but they overlooked justice and the love of God. That was their problem, the problem of the Pharisees. But Jesus is saying that these things... What are these things? These, the paying of the tithe, you should practice. But make sure that you include or you, you don't overlook justice and the love of God. In other words, as you express your faith in tithing, in paying tithe, do so based on love of God and justice. Do it rightly. Friends, that is what Jesus is telling us and encouraging us to do. We pray that God will open our minds and our hearts to understand the scriptures. That he will help us to express our faith in love. That we will walk in love. We will express our faith in love. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision availeth much, but only faith 
that expresses itself through love. Galatians 5 verse 6. We are told yesterday. Yesterday. So we pray that God will truly help us. That we will cooperate with the grace of God. To be led by the Spirit. To allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. That is what it means to be a Christian. The Christian life is a life in the Spirit. A life of the Spirit. A life that allows, that allows the Holy Spirit to lead us. But friends, we are still in the flesh. But we must submit the flesh and submit our whole being to the Holy Spirit to take control. These are critical matters and these are serious matters. We all know how the flesh is craving for attention. But friends, let us work on ourselves. It is not easy, but the grace of God will help each one of us. We are struggling, but the grace of God will help us. The good news is that God is ready to help us. He wants us to experience his kingdom. He wants us to experience his peace, his joy, his love. And he wants us to produce this fruit. That is what it means to shine, that the whole world will see and give glory to the Father. That is the, world of, that is the will of God for you and I. Let us not give up on ourselves. No matter our weaknesses, no matter our shortfalls, even if we are dominated at the moment by, by self-indulgence and by the flesh, don't be discouraged. Let us not be discouraged. Let us continue to move on and make conscious efforts and cry to the Holy Spirit. He will help us. God doesn't delight in the fact that we are weak and that we are sad because we are not inheriting the kingdom, so to speak. God wants us to rise up and walk towards him. He will help us. God loves us even in that state. Of our weaknesses God loves us even in our state of weaknesses but he wants us to walk out of them and he's ready to help us may we respond to his invitation may we be led by the Spirit the Holy Spirit is in front may we be willing to follow him may we be willing to follow him be led by the Spirit for in that is peace in being led by the Spirit is our peace is our joy is our fulfillment in life that is the will of God for you. That is the will of God for us. That we experience the kingdom. That we inherit the kingdom. Which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Remain blessed. Remain blessed. The Lord is with you. You are blessed forever. Be led by the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit. That is the mind of God through the church for you and I. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Mary, our mother, spouse of the Holy Spirit, pray for us.